Good day and welcome to the Automotive Society podcast. My name is Siraj and I'm joined by Alexander. Hello. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Mi- mixing dude. it up in a little bit. That's that's a mix up. That's a I've mix been up. known for Alex for too long. Oh, no. Who's Ander? Fucking <laughs> 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 loser. That's such a bad joke. Um, welcome to another episode. And today we'll be talking about everything to do with cars as usual. But this time, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't have a topic. Yeah, you know what? It's one of those episodes, right? Where we just, we pulled a blank, didn't we? Yeah, we're just going to, no, we're just going to run with it because, because I feel like we just want to, you know, talk. We have, it's been a while since we just talked and hung out. Dude, we're not breaking up. What are you talking about? You make yourself like a breakup conversation. (laughs) We need to have a chat, Alex. (laughs) This is it. This is the end. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where we haven't done it in a while and I feel like we go on tangents and get very angry at each other for no apparent reason whatsoever. Um, we do have good news and different news. Um, firstly, you're watching this through a new camera. Um, <laughs> so this will be in 4K, which is wild. We're moving up in the world. We're moving up in the yeah. world. Um, although uploading this will take me a lot longer, thanks to the Australian internet. Anyway, um, on another tangent, the new camera now allows us to take you inside our cars. We're, I'm going to do a feature on Alex's car. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah that's coming are. up. Yeah, we are. Um, Damn, I've got to clean it though. That's annoying. Yeah, that, that seems like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then hopefully we will be, whatever the studio situation is, we'll hopefully get better. We will get some acoustic panels. We'll get some new posters and stuff to put on the walls and um, decorate a little bit. Yeah, we're know? rebuilding. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know if we mentioned yet, but the original studio was just not going to work. Um, we started the setup and too much brick, too much noise. And it was actually it's probably arguably worse than like for Echo. Yeah, I it would was, say. It was a bit worse. Even with acoustic panels and everything we tried. Yeah. Um, so we've relocated again for the second time in three months. Yeah, third time. Yep. Th- oh, yeah, technically it's the third time. Yeah. I love how you say three months. When do you think we started this podcast? What do you mean? When do you think the first episode of this podcast aired, Alex? Oh, like six months ago? Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure my first episode I released was in November. Was it last year now? Yeah, I'm pretty oh sure. God, we need to do something for the anniversary. I'm going to double check. Um, you know what we should do? Record more. Definitely. And probably consistently. Yeah. Which we haven't really done. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 29th of November. 29th of November, 2021. Wow. We're yeah. almost coming up to a year. We're almost at a year. <laughs> and we've moved to studios. Three times. <laughs> yeah. Ten months. Oh. Um, but I guess it's the first year that's going to be the most teething problems, you know, like. Yeah, I'm working out positions and, well, and we've got echoes. New mics. We've already gone through two setups in terms of microphones oh. and recording like mix amps. Uh, we've gone through three cameras. Wow, we're yeah. wasteful people. <laughs> we're such wasteful people. We've gone through way too much. In but we've got it. Not we've finally time. got it. I think that's it. what I'm happy about. We've got it. We've got it. We've, this is the room. We're set. We're good. Um, for those people thinking that we're rich and just buying new studios or renting new studios, um, this is what my bedroom used to be. <laughs> <laughs> we're from the hood. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we just move stuff around till it make till it works. Yeah. You don't see yeah. it, like my wardrobe is still there, and I haven't I haven't emptied it yet. Um, <laughs> But th- w- where we're sitting now used to be a bed, and I used to sleep here. 
So, you know, that's that. I don't that. think they really care, do they? Well, you know, the audience needs to know, you know, they feel closer to us. We're all friends. Friends. <laughs> Car friends. Podcast friends. Uh. If you get that reference, um, Wow. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Hit us up at uh, the Automotive Society podcast underscore on Instagram, or at our email. Yeah, um, what is the email? The Automotive Society at Outlook Yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to see what you've got, what you drive. Yeah. We want to give some opinions, send some photos over, some nice opinions. I kind of want to do a rate your ride thing, but I don't think. I'll be honest. We have a he full will setup. rate it quite nicely. I. Tend to speak my mind too much. I seem to be an automotive enthusiast, and Alex seems to be an automotive snob. I'm well. not a snob. I just oh, okay. ha- I like what I like. He likes what he likes. Okay, that would okay. That's my, one of my questions. Okay, what would you rather be, or what do you think the difference is between an automotive enthusiast and an automotive collector? I think I don't know. This is this has always been my definition. I think a collector as a whole, whether it's just BMW or just Toyota or whatever it is, I think they do enjoy the story around something, right? So the reason what like... What I mean? What do you mean? They enjoy the story around like, the like for example, right? I know someone who owns two M3s, yep. four E30s, an E92 M3, E46 M3. Yep, like he's got all these M3s, yep. right? And I think for him, it's, it's all about the generations and the stories and how they've changed through the years, right? And I see that as a collector personally, okay? I see the enthusiast is the ones who are going out on taking the cars actually out on a drive and experiencing the vehicle because there, I know too many people who are, I guess, collectors and a car sits in a garage collecting dust yeah. and they come back to it six months later and wonder why this is wrong. It doesn't run. It's, they, they like having the car in their possession. They don't necessarily enjoy driving it. That's how I generally see a collector. But oh, I'm, not okay. saying, I'm not saying you can't be a collector and an enthusiast at the same time. I just think there's yep. a lot of people who buy cars and they sit in the front yard. Like how many people do we know who have four cars and th- there's no meaning to them whatsoever. They're just Holden's and Ford's and whatever they are. Yeah. And they just sit there do n- doing nothing. Well, I would like to say at one point this year I had five cars. Yeah. And they weren't related to each other. No, I'm not going to say they're related. I'm just saying like the collector buys them because of the history and the story around it. And they keep in pristine perfect condition and i'm not yeah, saying I'm but not, an enthusiast likes to keep their cars in it like, i agree but condition. An, an enthusiast wants to experience the drive in that vehicle and so when i see mm-hmm. somebody who's like i've got a uh client of mine who's got a 911 what's the ugly one with the with the fried egg headlamps you know what i'm talking about 996 i think yeah late 90s early 2000s one right yeah it's got two hundred forty thousand k's it's been to Cairns, it's been to Darwin, Melbourne and back. Yeah. Like he's experiencing the car for what it is. Yeah. And it's not b- by all means perfect, but he buffs it. He keeps it clean. He, wa- you know, what do you call them? Fix all the dents, the stone chips. Bonnet's been resprayed twice, but he's enjoyed the vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Now he's like, to me, in my eyes, that is an enthusiast, right? He enjoys the car. He appreciates for what it is, but he experiences it. Whereas a collector in my eyes is one who would own that car and keep it in a garage and maybe take it on the occasional drive once every three or four months. I don't know. I don't know. So (coughs) I would like to say I'm an enthusiast, not a collector. I'm not comparing myself. My measly four, five cheap cars doesn't... 
Well, they're not exactly cheap by today's does, standards. It doesn't really mean collection, but... Okay, what would you like to be, an enthusiast or a collector? For me, enthusiast every day of the week. Enthusiast. And that just means that you drive all your cars. Um, yeah, like it doesn't matter if... I, you can be a collector, I guess, and an enthusiast at the same time, but I think that every car I've ever owned, regardless whether it's five grand, 10 grand, 50 grand, 30 grand, whatever it's been, I've driven yeah. like my Scirocco, I took camping. Yeah. I took up the coast. I took it on a dirt road for like two, three kilometers, doing 40 kilometers an hour. It was rock hard. It was really uncomfortable. But every time I came back and think about the Scirocco, that's the one trip I remember in that car. Yeah. Like packing my swag in the back with like all the seats folded down, like, and just making it work with what I had. Yeah. And it's the experience in that car that reminds me, like, I enjoyed in, like driving that well, car. Well, you took the it. BMW camping as well. Yeah. The BMW's been through puddles. Yeah. Yeah. Big mud holes. Well, not mud holes, not actual four wheel drive mud holes, but muddy regions. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It um, broke down after that, funny enough. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to go pick him up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Why? Do you disagree with that statement? I do a little bit disagree. I think you can be a collector and still drive all your cars. Um, I don't know what, I, like the enthusiast, I don't think it's about the story. I think a collector cares more about one, its value. Yeah. And two, its image in society. Whereas I think an enthusiast is okay. the other way around. The enthusiast cares about the story of the particular car because that's what matters to well, them more. I think that's and an overlapping statement though when you think about it. Why? Because I, I, I do agree with you, okay? The enthusiast does also care about the story. I get that. But I think on the flip side, like, an like a car collector is not going to go on the street, find a Ford Fiesta and go, yep, I'm collecting this. Yes. You know? But, but that's where the value and the image of the car comes in. Yeah. 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 So, but if they found a Jaguar E-Type on the street, they'll want to collect it. I don't like E-Types. But anyways, yeah, continue. You don't like E-Types. Sorry. Wait, wait, They've wait. They've got whoa, that whoa, gaping. Whoa, 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 whoa. What year are you talking about? What do you mean you don't like E-Types? Oh, the original. Sorry, sorry. What did your dad have? S-Type. That's like a completely what's different the, thing. What's the, what's the slightly bigger one than the X-Type? The Y-Type or something? The XJ or whatever. The one Jeremy Clarkson took around the Nürburgring, the diesel one, in under 10 minutes. You know the one I'm talking about? It had that big guppy mouth on it. No, I don't know. Are you talking about the F-type? No, no, no. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find what it. What are you I'll talking about? It. I'll find it. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Continue. Okay, continue. Sorry, E-type? Yes, I like an E-type. E-type. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was like, how can you like cars? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting confused. And not like an E-type. Anyway, the point is, a collector still knows about the car like they're enthusiastic in some sort of way towards that particular genre category whatever they're collecting obviously they need to know a little bit about it right yeah yeah so technically they will still be still have somewhat an enthusiast level of knowledge to know what cars are good what cars to collect yeah what correct cars, unless they have a manager that purely looks at it as an investment in which case why would you do that? Just go buy some stocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or buy a property or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, buy actual things you can, you know, have assets. Yeah. But I think it's a fine line between a collector and an enthusiast. I think they're two completely different things, though, personally. That I don't think you can be both. Whoa, interesting. How come? 
So I don't like to say that I'm a collector. I would like to say that I'm an enthusiast. I don't buy lots of different cars because I want to collect them and put them in my collection. I buy them because I, as an enthusiast, want to experience all these different cars. The monetary value in the future doesn't matter to me. Yeah, 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 that's true. The image of the car doesn't matter to me. It's just what you want is what you want. Yeah. If, yeah. if I want to experience a rotary, I buy a rotary. If I want to experience a turbo four-sill, I buy a turbo four-sill. If I want to experience a convertible, I go and buy a convertible. Preferably in bright colors. Yeah. You see what I'm, where I'm yeah, going yeah, with this? Yeah, I'm yeah. listing my own cars, yeah, yeah. which is, th- this is what I wanted. You know, I was like, really want to test a convertible out. Let's see what they're like. What? Convertibles would I possibly want out of the options and that I have in the world? And then you went out and MX5. And there's only two convertibles I would want. It's the MX5 or the S2K. Yeah. S2K is out of my price budget, obviously. Yeah. So it's defaults to an like MX5. 50K. Yeah. So, and then I was like, MX5 and what MX5 is my favorite? The NA. Yeah. So that's what I went and bought. Um, and that I think works with... But why do you think you can't be both? Because, because at no point... As a car enthusiast, do I look and say, I want, I don't want the same car twice. What do you mean the same car twice? Like a lot of collectors will have two of like okay, the see, same car. No, yeah. No, that's unnecessary to me. I would never do that. No. See, I would like, I I don't see the point in buying the you, same car again. But unless you can still be a collector and have a Jaguar, a BMW, a Mercedes and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and you can still be a collector. I understand, but then those people aren't doing it because they wanna, they wanna know more about that particular car or something. They just want, they just like other reasons, you know. Yeah, yeah. They like the image of it or they like the comfort of it. But then if you like the comfort, that like most car collectors will have, if you're depending on your budgets, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But most of the rich people, like the uber rich people, will have, you know, like two or three either Rolls Royces or yeah, yeah. They always have a couple or like a. BMW 7 Series, yeah. you know, like they're pretty similar cars yeah. and they don't really care about the car. They care about just having it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't think, I don't think you can be a collector and an enthusiast. Oh no, okay. I, I yeah, Well, you can though. I get it. I get it. But then you're just an enthusiast. You're not a collector. You're not collecting for the sake of collecting. You're collecting because you like cars and you just want a car that does this and a car that does this and a car that does this. And now you suddenly have a collection, but it's because you're an enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Not a collector. Do you know what though? I had this with, but you don't refer to it as a collection. Each car would normally have its own purpose. Yeah. Yeah. If I want to go camping, it'd be stupid to take the MX five. I would take the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. If I want to go to a track day, it would be stupid to take the Jeep. I would take the MX five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know what's, you know, what's interesting. I had this thought one day, you know me and my weird mind, right? With weird, yeah. you know how yeah. like weird, quirky cars. Yeah, like cars that nobody else liked. I generally like normally crappy. Yeah, they're they're just quirky. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking of starting a car collection of every odd car ever made, mm-hmm. like weird cars, mm-hmm. because I drove past the other day. I saw a Renick Renault Scenic RX4. I think they're called <laughs> Renick Renick Renault a Renault Scenic Renick. Ren- <laughs> Back away. <laughs> A Renault Scenic Do you speak English? Spinglish? Yeah. yeah speak bro. English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I've never heard that one. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to log that for my vocabulary. But there was one there, an RX4, right? Yeah. It's not a Mazda. It's this weird 
Renault thing. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And it's a hatchback on stilts, four-wheel drive, that was made for, like, dirt roads and weird things, okay? Yes. But this was before, like, anybody else was doing it now. This was, like, yeah, in 2003. Yeah. I know the Renault okay? thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I drove past the same day, like, two hours later, a Suzuki X90, if you remember them. I do not. Okay, so they're, like, a sedan, a two-door yeah. sedan with a T-top, okay? Yeah. But it, it's not a box. It's almost like a coupe, but it's four-wheel drive. Google it. Suzuki X90. Suzuki X90. Yeah. So what, what, describing it, it's a box. No, it's not a box. Oh, it's not it's a box. It's got an actual normal boot like a sedan. Oh, it looks like a... If a cappuccino was on stilts. Yeah. It's that sort of look, and it's a T-top. It literally is a... It looks like yeah. a cappuccino on stilts. <laughs> and, like, that's a weird, quirky car that I sort of like. Yeah. Yeah. And they're cheap. Like, this is all the weird stuff that I just, like, randomly collect. Okay. And I like that. Like, I like it. I like it because it's that weird bit that everybody will ever forget. And you See, know, that's a collection. That's a that's that's turning into collectors, I know. That's not enthusiasts. That's a collector. But the thing is, would you still... Would I be an enthusiast if I'm, let's say, collecting them, but also driving them, like, literally weekly? All yeah, but collectors them. can drive their cars. I, I consider Jay Leno as a collector... He's and a collector. He still drives them. Mm, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But just to add. I would say that's a collector. Like you don't like working on cars, for example. You don't like don't the other it. aspects of it. You probably won't You probably won't use those cars for pure enjoyment, you know? No, you're probably right. Yeah. I probably just want them because they're just weird and quirky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to have it in a that's collection. That's the collector. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a collector. the collector in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still think I'm more of an enthusiast, but like they're just such weird, quirky cars. Yeah. And can I just mention, by the way, the other day, you know how nobody's... Has have you has everybody in a com- like any come to you and anybody, right? Yeah. They've come to you and gone, look, I want to go up a dirt road, but I don't want an SUV. Yes. But I want something a little bit higher. Yes. Okay. That's not quite SUV, but not quite yeah. like a two door, like a like a coupe. Or you anything. want to know my answer for that? Has somebody asked you that? Yeah, people have asked me that. Okay. Well, it doesn't come up often. Fair. Right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody drove past me the other day in a Volvo, something. Yeah. Sedan, the yeah. station wagon. Okay, yeah. the new one, mm-hmm. like three or four years old. Okay, it was a white, um, estate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they're already raised. It's like the cross cross country or whatever. You know, the slightly raised one for the snow. Yeah. Okay. But it had like 28 inch muddy tires on it with a light bar across the roof. Sick. And a light bar across the front. Yeah. Okay. And this was one of the coolest cars I've ever seen in my life. A rally Volvo. It was like a rally Volvo thing, but it had heated seats and sunroof. That's pretty cool. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. Now that's something I would drive. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that would say, I would go more enthusiast on that. Not yeah, because I'm going to take it around. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an enthusiast thing. You want to modify a car, you want to play around with it and make it something that you really like. But you know the other but thing you is like... you like the base. Uh, the other question I have for you though is am I turning into a collector if my mindset is almost thinking like I'm thinking about buying a V8? Yeah. You, okay. You know, because even I'm dailying it. You're not buying a V8 for the pure fun factor. You're buying a well, V8. Well, no, I am buying it for the fun factor. Oh, somewhat. You're buying it because... You also think that they'll be phased out and you kind of want to hold on to one before you can't get your hands on one. Yeah, but I'm also wanting one because I've never had one. But that's so that's, that's not an enthusiast but it, mindset. 
the interesting thing that's is that's a collector's mindset. That's why I think collectors and enthusiasts, there's a fine line, but they're different. But the thing is, you say that, right? Yeah. You think about it. I'm going to be dailying it every day. Yeah. Okay? The other reason I want one is because I've always wanted to have a V8 and tune other things. Because I've always had cars where I've gone, yep, okay, we'll turn up the PSI, we'll do this, stage one, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. In a V8, you'll take the V8 and you won't touch it. Yeah. Generally speaking, you'll put an air box on it or something, like an air yeah. filter, and you might put an exhaust to make it sound better, and that's it. Yeah. And I've always wanted a V8 car that I can then go, okay, you know what? I'm going to put coil well, That's the opposite of an enthusiast as well. You don't want to touch the engine. You don't want to modify no, it. No, but I want to touch the suspension. I want to put polyurethane bushings. I want to yep. update it with new sway bars. I want yep. to put a new steering wheel on it. I want to get, um, you know, a suede leather steering wheel, you know, yep. recovered. I want different gear knobs. I want, yep. I want to change like everything and modernize that car. Cause well, that's because you I wanted to do down. other things. You wanted to tick boxes that it normally wouldn't tick. I think so, but I think I also want it because I've always wanted a V8 deep down. Yeah. And now that an opportunity has arisen, I'm going to make what I wanted happen. I don't know. Okay. Think about it this way. The enthusiast in you. Yeah. yeah. And you went, what's the, what's the car that I want right now? What would you want? What? Right now? Yeah. You'd probably want an old BMW 7 Series. The enthusiast in me or the, the, the car the enthusiast. collector? Uh, like an M3? Yeah. The enthusiast would not want a C63 or whatever V8 that you want. Like Lexus. What, what, are the, what are the options? Lexus? ISF. Yeah. Yeah. C63. Yeah. M- E92 M3. M3, yeah. A new Mustang. Oh, uh, yeah. Manual. Yeah. Um, and that's about, well, like there's Holden's, not that I would buy one, but Commod- yeah, there's Commodore well, SS's. There's Chevrolet and Holden, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Cause they, well, they have the greatest the, V8. The Falcon V8 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want any of them. Yeah. But they're your options. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's more of a collector's mindset. Really? Yeah. That's bullshit. Cause I don't think so. I, you're I wrong. think the enthusiast in you would want a different car. And I think okay. the enthusiast in you probably wants an old BMW. And I think the collector Ooh. in you is like, no, but in the long run, this is not but right. Like I want something what? in my collection and this is probably a smarter car to buy investment it's, it's wise interesting. and this and that wise. It's interesting you say that because deep down, honestly, the enthusiast in me is saying, I want to buy like an E30. I want to put a different engine in it. I want to have it on coilovers. I want it stripped. I want it yeah. like almost race car spec, right? And if you spend the same amount of money as any of the V8s, yeah, like which w- the amount of money you have to buy a V8, yeah, spend the same amount of money on an E30 where you buy it for like, I don't know, 12 grand and yeah, then yeah. do it up for another 20, 30. Yeah. You would have that. You would have your dream E30. I would, but do you know what? And you'd have money left over. Do you know what's funny? Like I am not emotionally attached to an E30 as I used to be. Yeah, of I course. I, I understand that. Like, I'm not emotionally attached to a lot of cars yeah. that I used to love and I had, yeah. whatever. But I think the enthusiast in you would want that more than a newer V8 or do you something. Know, do you know what actually comes I into this? I think that's a collector in you talking, saying, I want it in my collection because they might be phased out and I won't be able to get another one, do, maybe. Do you know what? That... Honestly, like deep down, it's not even that. It's more the fact that I have to live with it daily. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the enthusiast or the collector. But then an enthusiast 
This see, this is where it's weird. Oh god. An enthusiast. We're going down a dark hole here, you know. That. An enthusiast would want multiple cars that serve multiple purposes. Yeah. So if you want a track car, the enthusiast would buy a ten grand track car, and then they'd buy a ten grand but, daily, and then they buy a ten grand. Yeah, yeah. Four wheel drive. Yeah, you know? or whatever. That's enthusiast. Yeah. A collector would want the one that does a bit of everything, but is a good investment. But the thing is. Well, I can say one thing. I'm definitely not looking at it from an investment standpoint. The bit that's leaning into it is leaning into, I don't want multiple cars. I don't have space. I don't yeah. want to be paying X amount of regos. One registration, one car is tax deductible for me. And if I add one more, it's not tax deductible. See, okay. So I don't this know is if what you I call mean. that collector. Like that's me thinking financially smart. I think that's not, yeah, that's not very collector, but it's also not very enthusiast. Enthusiasts don't go for... But I have I have requirements I must meet for work. Factors. Yeah, exactly. Like an enthusiast wouldn't have those factors. No, no. For an enthusiast, a car is a fun thing. But the right? thing is, you, you have driving enthusiasts and you have... And you buy what you desire. You don't buy what other people around you or what needs to fit your lifestyle. Yeah. You just buy what you desire and that's an enthusiast. Agreed. But I think there's also the enthusiast of people who enjoy driving, right? Because this is another kettle of fish, right? It That's doesn't true. like yeah, but how many people go on car cruises in whatever the hell they've got? I mean, yeah, plenty. So, like, are they not a car enthusiast? No. So they are. So, you can they, be, you can love a really crappy Peugeot two hundred six and still be don't an call enthusiast. Them crappy, they're great. <laughs> okay, you can love whatever little hatchback that you have. Let's say a Twizy. I like them. <laughs> and you can still be a enthusiast, right? I'm not saying that yeah, yeah. the value of the car makes a difference. I'm just saying the car you buy or have, I guess that there is factors that go into your decision and then you go, I desire X car. X car. Yeah. But if you're buying, if you're going away from your first choice for purely other purposes, yeah, that's not exactly what a true enthusiasts would do. It's interesting you say that because m from my perspective, my first thought when I first started like my car searching process was like one of two things, either an all round, just X rally car. If you know where I'm coming from, like an Evo sort of thing. Yeah. Which is where I lent into the focus RS. Yep. And I was like, cool. It's newish. It's exactly what I want. Turbocharge, four cylinder, four wheel drive. There you go. I feel like that's like, your enthusiast that's, car. However, that that matches your factors, but, but then now you're thinking about the future. But you say that, you say that, right? However, I've all also deep down always wanted a V8, naturally aspirated, non-turbo, old school V8. Yeah, okay. So it's like it's both coming from an enthusiast. It's really weird. I don't I don't want to tell you you're not an enthusiast because that's not true. Yeah. And I kind of want to go towards that. Then it is. I guess it's not a collector. I think it's not a collector. I don't know. Now That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, where do I fall in this? Because I'm not... Now I'm confused. Because this is how my thought process goes, right? Like, it's... Okay, number one is, like, my work says I need XXX, like, in my car. Yeah. And it has to have seats for, for four or whatever, or it has to be presentable, blah, 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 whatever it yep. is, right? Yep. The minute I do that, I go, okay, anything pre, like, 2000... Yep. ...is all turning, in, turning into a weekend yep. car. Okay? That's fine. If I, if I buy anything pre-2000. Yeah, that's fine. 
Because even early 2000s looks a bit old now. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but anything sort of 2005 and up is is bang on. And yep. from there, that's where I start choosing enthusiast cars of what I want. Okay. The only other one that's on that list, which is in a weird way, is an FN2 Civic. This is the latest edition. They're just so cool. They are so cool. Uh, they're, they're so they come cool. with LSDs, red interior. Yeah. Honda make arguably the best feeling gearboxes. That's true. I agree. I think Hondas are definitely, for a driving experience, one of the best cars. For 15 grand. Um, Yeah, especially, like, especially for the budget, they are very good for driver's experience. Yeah. Like, you'll be hard, hard pressed to find a car with the same value that gives you as much fun, even on the street. There's only on, one. Or on the track. There's only one. For the same budget? Yeah. What is that? A Renault Clio 182. Oh, my God. What? Um, yes, yes. Just agree and move on, all right? Otherwise, I'll argue with you on this. I'm going to say the new Renault Megane RS. The 280. Yeah, I don't know what's, what the, the number new is. Four-door but one? The new one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 280. I think that's a cool car. You hated it. I, I wouldn't buy one. I wouldn't buy one. But from the specs and the performance, I've never driven one, so I'm not going to give a proper opinion on it. But from the specs and on the paper, it looks pretty nice. It is, and it's got four-wheel steer. And from what I've heard, it is almost as good as the new Civic Type R in terms of driver feel. That's what I've heard. But the Civic is in every way. Better. In, in little little bits here and there, it's better. Yeah, the Civic yeah. is better. Um, However, everybody says, weirdly enough, it's better to live with a Renault Megane. Live with. Why is that? Well, I think it's just because it's easier to get in and out. It's not so low. The seating position's a bit different. It still has it's bucket got... seats. No, no, they don't. They only have big bolsters. They're not like a full bucket. But the Civic's not a full bucket either. It's similar seats, really. Yeah, then I don't understand the difference. Softer. Softer? Yeah. I'm sure the Civic... Oh, the Type R would be stiff. Yeah, I get it. But, that's but then so would, so would an RS... What, an RS? It would be stiff oh, as well. Oh, yeah, but it's not as stiff as a Civic Type R. They You're are firm. Oh, okay. They are firm. <laughs> Maybe we should go drive some. Yeah, yeah, we'll get out there. Go Maybe drive. we'll drive the same year Civic and the same year Renault Megane, or like the Type R versus the RS, and then see what we feel. Yeah, okay, done. Yeah, yeah. But I know which way I'm leaning. I know which way I'm leaning. Which way are you leaning? The Civic. The Civic, me too. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, well, this, was, is, this is you boring. You were surprised. This is boring. No <laughs> arguments here. However, I will we say We both one agree thing. that the Renault shit. That's fine. Okay. Would cool, I say one on. thing? Okay. <laughs> if I'm going to put my money into yeah. something, I'd buy Renault. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? You just said the Civic was better. Yeah, it is a better car. But would I pay it? Like, would I pay the money? It's cheaper. No, it's not. On the second-hand market, it is not. Is it not? No. Oh. No way. They're like closer to 60 now, a Civic Type R. They're brand new, they were 52 or 53. Oh, yeah, right? okay. Well, you that's because the market right now is a bit... RS for like 40, 42. That's because the market right now is a bit how you're going. And then also people want to get rid of their Renaults. Yeah, but they don't make Civics anymore. No one wants to hold on to a Renault. They don't make Civics anymore. That's crap. the other thing. Are you talking shit? <laughs> yeah, I am, I am. Um, they're a great kind. They got that iPad looking thing in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have one mate who has a Renault. Yep. Yep. Not that one. It's the, what is it? 250. This is an RS. RS265. Yeah, trophy yeah. or whatever. Which is still pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's still top of the range. You loved LSD. it. Yeah, I do. I do yeah, like yeah. It. I do like it. Yeah. I prefer the newer face on it, to be honest, because they have a facelifted model. You've got no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I know. Yeah. They've got a slightly better looking face in 2014. Oh, 15. Okay. I'm going to move on because I don't really care. But uh, <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, we didn't really reach an enthusiast slash... Conclusion. What are we at? Oh, okay. Slash collector thing. We went, we went on a massive tangent. Yeah, we did. That possibly only we wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, only I want to know. But I still, I still think you can only be... A, I think you're either an enthusiast or a collector... I know some people would like to say both. If they say that they're both, then they're probably a more co- collector than an enthusiast. There is a reason why you collect or there's a reason why you just love cars and you just need to have so many different cars for different purposes. That's more an enthusiast. And a collector is one who just likes to have many cars. That's okay. Yeah, that's a fair sum up. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Moving on. Um, Some new cars coming in. Yep. We're saving this for next. Very excited. We're saving this for next. Are we? Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. just want to touch on it. No, this just is this like, is the next. No, no, no. Just, just like it. a dab. Just want to poke it. You Ready? Just want to dab. Ready? On Ready? Oh. Manual Supra. I am a fan. Are you? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I wasn't a fan of the automatic Supra. Um, I know it was all the BMW, 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 and then this I, is a manual. Uh, we went through all the jokes and stuff. It was a great car to drive, but I get it. But now it's coming out in manual. Yes. They're listening to the... The people. The people. The people. And, <laughs> and Toyota has developed this. You know, like, I'm pretty sure it's more Toyota than it's BMW. It is. However, I have read, and I, I don't know if this is true, this article, I'll be honest. Yeah. But I did read that is it is a, not exact copy, but they started with an M2 manual gearbox. Okay. So I don't okay. know how far that's yeah, yeah, but that, Okay, but so so Toyota does the same thing. Like, Okay, so I'm going to touch on another thing. The new BRZ and 86, yeah? Yeah. The new 86 is more expensive yeah. than the BRZ, which is opposite to what happened last time. Yeah, because it was a BRZ more expensive last time. Now, that is because the GR team at Toyota yeah. um, got their hands on the diff and the gearbox. From? From the BRZ, what it was, yeah. yeah, and they made it better. They changed the ratios, they stif- uh, they made the suspension a little bit more stiffer yeah. and more track oriented. I think more like. But they are not coming out in the new turbo, are they? Better, still coming out NA. F still NA F A twenty four, so it's two point four liter. Doesn't have the torque tip. It's a, it's a much nicer car to drive. Yeah, much nicer car to be in. Um, I've only briefly driven one because I've been to many dealerships yeah, yeah. in the last few weeks. More to come on that later. Um, I'm not buying a new car, but still. Um, and from what I've seen, the 86 is a more track oriented, better car to drive for performance. And the BRZ is more of a street comfortable car. It's interesting. So it's flipped. Well, the BRZ was, the the BRZ BRZ was nicer anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was always nicer on the interior, more comfort oriented anyway, but the 86 wasn't. The 86 has gone more track spec instead of street spec now. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that's because of the Toyota GR team, which is the same GR team that's Can I just say releasing though, the Supra. I really like what GR are doing, but I've got one issue. I do too. I really okay. like it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I, and I, I don't mean to hit them on anything. I don't have any issues. Okay. But an 86, when it first came out, or the BRZ, yeah. was an awesome car because how much were they new? 35? 
36, I think, around there. Brand new, okay. Oh, well, they're 86 at least, yeah. Okay, and I understand the car market's done weird things and things have gone up and inflation, and I understand yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, But why did I spec an 86 the other day on the website? No, BRZ. BRZ, no, you're right. Yeah. Why did I spec a BRZ to 56 grand? Okay, firstly, like, firstly. That's a, like, honestly, like, that's getting Firstly, ridiculous. I think they're, like, starting at 48 base price, 48, yeah, 49. Even 48 now is expensive. Yeah, I know, I know. 56 is a bit excessive. Like, you probably went, oh, I love all my little options. Of course. <laughs> I get it, I you get it. heated seats. I get it, but, like, if you're, if you're getting options, whether you get them now, whether you get them way in the future, made by, you know, some great engineer, aftermarket, yeah. like HKS, Grady, or whatever, yeah. um, you're going to be paying just as much, okay? So I'm not going to talk about the price. I'm going to talk about the base price of 48. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because no one, no one ever talks about the front splitter they got from Flow Designs or something no, that no, was like twelve hundred dollars, which is the same price as factory. But everyone likes to talk about it from factory. Yeah, when they spec it, you know. But let's just say base price. I know it's more expensive, but, but it 50 is fifty grand you're talking about here. But it is a huge leap compared to the last one. It is, and. They can't make as many of them. So the demand is just as high, but the supply is a lot lower. 50K we're talking here. Yeah, but... Do you realize what is $50,000 these days? But it's not P-plate legal, okay? So it is made for adults. But 50 grand, man. I know, but if you think about 50 grand today, even in the secondhand market, tell me another sports car that you can get. Focus RS. On a sports car. An Evo 8 MR. Not 50 grand. Yeah. 70 grand is the cheapest. No, I've seen one for 48. No way. There was one on 48. 8 MR. Yeah. Evo 10. Evolution. Evo 10, you can get 50. Oh, a they're Subaru, above 50. Subaru WRX STI. Okay, 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 okay. Firstly, they're above 50. Subaru STIs are 70. No. Yeah, they are. No. Yeah, they are. Entry level ones are like 50, 55. What, what year are you talking? Like 2006? No, 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 no. Like it's... 15, 16. No, they're 70. Nah. You're wrong. You're no. dead wrong. No, you're dead, you're dead wrong. wrong. No, STIs, no, 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 like 70. No, no, no. Evo no, 8 no. MRs are like 70, 65, no, 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 60, no. 65. You're overcooking it. You're overcooking okay. it. Not to mention, you're comparing a 2023 model car to a 2004 model car. Like, that's what an 8 MR. The 8 MRs came out in 2004. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the STI, even 2015, it's still old. Um, Bang. 44. STI Premium. It's got like 170,000 Ks on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to a brand new car from factory with three years years warranty. That's sweet as. That's freaking barely running. Yeah, but you have no warranty. You're not paying for warranty. Don't worry about that. You always pay extra for warranty. warranty. That's normal. No, no, no. That's a rot. Don't worry about it. 50 grand, man. I would like to see it. Renault Megane I would like to see it in the secondhand market because at the moment on the secondhand market, the same BRZ is selling for 60 something. What, the new ones? The new, the new ones. Shape. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Because you can't get it. It's, it's a year wait. They're made on allocation. Most dealerships are getting one a month, if they're even getting any. Yeah. And they literally get booked a whole year in advance. But GR's really doing this at the moment. Because you know even like my order for the Corolla, right? Yeah. Even that, like they are limited to, originally, this is when they first started. Yeah, yeah. Three per dealership, okay? They've just pulled that back to two. Yeah. And they're talking about per dealership, every two 
will come in every month, which is a core uh, core model, the base model. Yeah. And for every year, for every dealership, they're going to get two a month. And one of those months, that one dealership might get a full-blown track edition. Yeah. That's it. It's so it's hard to get just a on. really weird market at the moment. Yeah. If you went to if you went to buy a brand new car, let's say it's thirty eight k, and they go one year wait, yeah, right, yeah. and then you go okay, I want the same car that's sitting in the lot right in front of me, second hand, and they it's say like 45. 44, 45 k, yeah. yeah. and you're like, but this one is three years older and it has you know eighty thousand k's on it, and they're like, yep, but it's right there and you can pick it up today, yeah, 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 yeah. Or you yeah. can wait a whole year and then have your allocation probably cancelled ten months in. It's just, and you won't even get it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Buying a brand new car right now is a headache, but buying a secondhand car is a... More of a headache. Wallet ache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, There's no winning. Put it that way. Yeah. The car market right now is just not where you want to be. No. Every car's worth... Way too much. Double, triple what it's yeah. meant to be worth, yeah. you know? So, yeah. But we'll touch more on that. I think in the upcoming episode, as we know, we've discussed yeah, yeah, we will. about new cars and ex- some experiences, actually. Yeah. We've all had. Um, yeah, very Good recent. ones and bad ones. Very recent experiences. Okay. Mostly, let's say it's a 50-50 good and bad. Well, you've just gotten the gist of what it's like to go to a dealership. Yeah. 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 Uh, but thanks for listening this week. Um, yeah. There will be new episode out. Well... Next week, I hope. <laughs> yeah, next um, week. We'd like out. to say next week. Um, but we are getting better and better. So it will get better and better. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. That's the Automotive Society underscore uh, where we post most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, follow us on YouTube which is the Automotive Society. I had to really think about that one. Yeah. I was like, what and about click the one? bell thing. Uh, subscribe. Stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that really means a lot to us in terms of we actually know how many people are listening. Now that we've started doing YouTube and we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all that stuff, our views kind of get split between all of them. And now I'm... I'm a bit confused between all the apps <laughs> going, how many people are actually We are listening? not in the modern day age, are we? No, we are I'm, so just, I'm too old for this. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's hard for me to judge what kind of following we have. Yeah, and I guess what content is good and bad from our perspective and yeah, what we yeah. should be doing more and what you guys want to be listening to more because that's what we want to be doing. Yeah, well, YouTube um, is a lot easier for us to know what we're doing good at and what we're doing bad at. Like you can give it a like or give it a comment. Um, Spotify is a little bit harder. You can rate the whole podcast, but you can't really rate per episode. Yeah. And I think our ultimate goal here is to build a bigger community of all of us yeah. and see you guys more and find out yeah. more of what you're wanting to talk about, what you want to hear. Um, and eventually it'll go grow bigger and bigger and we'll get to a point where we're, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know where the point I was going with that there. I sort of lost my okay. train of thought, awesome. but I was just awesome. going to say that we have a good community all together. Where we're all helping each other out in whatever yeah. we need. Yeah. 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 What he said. Longest outro ever. (laughs) Um, um, Anyway, yeah. See you later.